Good evening. It's your boy Holla. Welcome to uh, episode two of Keeping It Going podcast. Uh, tonight's a little different for you guys, so stick around. You know, you might learn something. Uh, tonight's topic basically is confessions. Also, no for saying confess yourself. So, uh, tonight we're going to dig deep into uh, some things and I guess try and find clarity. If not, um, open the door to for you guys to actually come out and say a few things or you have questions, comments suggestions whatever you got more is you know so um, like I said tonight's different so waste no time and uh, we're gonna dig deep so here we go you know um, as a man we or as men, should I say, um, there's a handful of us who we claim to be of a certain statue. We hold ourselves to uh, a different light amongst others um, of the same gender. And what that means basically is that we will claim that we are not dogs, that we are real men, we are different, we act a certain way, you know, and uh, basically we're just different from the rest. I think everybody on both sides of the fence, male and female, Uh, per se, will say that they're different from others in their same gender. Um, The only person that can deem that to be true or false other than those in their family will be their partners. So, in this segment tonight, I'm not going to... uh, say that I am the best of the best I'm not going to say that I am the worst of the worst I'm going to say that I'm my own person I'm my own man and how I decide to move to move or maneuver within a uh, relationship with someone is my own way, my own thing. And with that, we tend to create boundaries we want to stay in because these boundaries are basically our safe net. We create this safe net so that we don't step into anything we shouldn't be involved with. That's other females, 
um, situations, um, anything that can hinder, excuse me, that can hinder our current situation with someone else. And um, at the same time, you know, we tend to overstep our boundaries. We step into a whole new lane. And within that new lane we step in, kind of pretty much, you know, create our own obstacles, which becomes a challenge um, for us, but an issue for the person we're with. I, myself, um, I'm guilty of all that. And this is why I said tonight is actually very different because tonight is where I want to dig deep and actually expose myself as a partner to those I've dealt with in the past. Some may say, you know what, you're kind of pushing it or you're miserable (laughs) or you're bored, whatever the case may be, which is all fine and dandy. Like I said, you know, this is just raw and uncut. Nothing to hide here. You know, so I'm going to go with it full steam ahead and say what's appropriate and not hold nothing back. So, as I said before, we create lanes for ourselves, which create negativity, um, a hostile partnership, or hence we'll say um, relationship. And I myself am guilty of doing that. Currently being 36 years old and the father to a nine-year-old little girl, you know, um, always said that God gave me a daughter because my past was never that great. You know, I started off, I started off good, started off great. You know, when you're young, you don't know about love too much. You know about boyfriend, girlfriend stuff. You know, you just tend to monkey see, monkey do. You know, you see what your friends do with their girl. You think it's appropriate. Or if that's not the case, you kind of learn to go along. It's like having a job, you know. So, with me... You know, it was just something different starting off. But as time went on, you kind of learn your way around the field. And with that being said, you learn new things with different people that you encounter with. Um, being at their partners or friends with great advice. So for me, growing up, you know, like I said, I started off good, started off great, 
you know, I was, I was happy, I was humble, you know, I tried new things. And fast forward into me being a father, you know, um, the hard part was telling myself and not just telling myself, but at the same time accepting the fact that later on in life, the things I've done to my partners may eventually haunt me in the end with my own flesh and blood. Some will agree, some may not, but that's my belief, you know, and um, as a man, we are pretty much um, made aware that when we do a female dirty, we have a daughter, you know, it is not wished upon, but it is said humbly that you have a child, a daughter. What you do to a female these days, this current day and age, they haunt you in the end with your own child. You know, so we don't feel it now as a partner. We might feel later on as a father seeing our child, our daughter going through it. You know, being my child is nine years old, I'm praying to God that I don't have to relive anything I've done to anyone with her on her behalf. So, let me get to the part where it gets really gritty. Um, fast forward into my child's mother. I wasn't always the best of the best, like I said. You know, I started off great with her. I started off great. And, uh, you know, I had a, a friend, a good friend, who was like, to me, like a, a brother or a cousin, so to speak, whom I watched maneuver himself around various females left and right, you know, and I laughed at it, you know, and I was to myself to be um, a double agent as he was. But looked it pretty much interesting to do. So with that, I ventured out of my lane where things were running smooth. I started making obstacles for myself. And with these obstacles I was making, I was creating havoc. So much havoc that I couldn't see myself to get out of it. I cheated on my child's mother. Not once, not twice, maybe three times. Um, the crazy part is that no matter what I did, she's still on my side no matter what. I was naive. And uh, 
couldn't see why she did what she did. But still, my son, no matter what, I went through hell. I must admit, I went through hell. And all I went through hell, she remained there. You know, and all the shit I did to her, and I got in return, I deserved. No questions asked about it. You know, and um, the crazy part is that to this day, you know, we remain to be um, friends, but we do great co-parenting to our daughter. And um, for me, it's basically uh, different. You know, some men get caught up in a system where they cheat so much or do them with their partner that they end up being tossed around in court, paying child support, whole nine yards. But me, I was blessed because I don't have that issue. But God himself made sure that I felt the pain that I gave her because I cheated on her. I should have learned then that that wasn't for me. It wasn't for her. But as time went on, I lived in denial. Denial to the T. I denied everything that ever came my way, whether it be me knowing someone, being intimate with that person that she questioned me about. I mean, basically, you name it, I went through it. And at that time, I was a dog. I was, I was the utmost disrespectful person there was. I became someone different. I wasn't raised with my parents. My parents raised me a different way, but like I said, I felt the need to venture out of my lane and try something different. That being said, doing that basically came out to the point where I almost lost my daughter because people thought it was a necessity to get at me by attacking my child's mother while she was pregnant. And uh, it's crazy because God made sure my child was born healthy, strong, you know, unharmed. And uh, I created so much drama for myself it was just unreal. I mean, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't function properly, period. What is waking up, sleeping, working? I just couldn't do it. I couldn't even be around my child's mother for more than 30 seconds because we would always argue about my, uh, <laughs> my cruel ways and being the fact that I was so 
disrespectful to her as a woman. Again, I state, she stayed by my side. Even before I did my dirt, if I was sick, I wasn't working for a short period of time, you know, she made sure she held me down. So I'm gonna take um, a few seconds real quick and just let you guys know that I salute my child's mother because with all this shit I put her through, she maintained her lane. She never cheated on me not one time. Made sure I was good. She's a rider. She's a a great woman, a great mother to my child, and I appreciate her a whole hundred. You know, it's not many great mothers out there um, as such, but she is of improved um, as far as this aspect of being um, a partner um, to me that she's a great mother you know she held it down she's still holding it down you know and for her and without her my child might be someone different might be a different place who knows you know um, I might be going through a struggle with her or child support or seeing my child or custody of my child but because I made the right decision I chose the right person my child's in the best hands there is and although I made the right decision by choosing her to be my child's mother for my firstborn I have to acknowledge I made wrong decisions in life while with her which created chaos in my life when I say chaos, I must emphasize, I went through years of headaches. Years. One because of the fact that I didn't learn the first time or the second time or even the third time. You know, I had my Nikes on, I had my Air Maxes on nice and tight, and I was running back and forth between the two. And that right there made life so difficult for me to the point that I couldn't sleep at night. I had constant prank phone calls. I got constant calls from my child message being harassed by unknown people. You know, it just made my life um, a living hell. And, um, you know, who would have thought that at this current point in time in life, we will remain friends and be great at co-parenting our daughter. You know, we laugh about some things from the past, and at times she may say to me, like, you know what, I feel bad for the person you end up because I know for a fact you're not faithful, but I would never say to her, you know what, I don't deserve that, but She's right, you know. Um, we all have that that bad habit we just can't get rid of at all, you know. 
And that leads me to my next topic. Or, well, not really next topic, but to my next confession. But I'll get there eventually. So, um, like I said, there's a point in time where my child was not supposed to be here because people made a scene or made it very hard for her to be born, you know, by putting her in danger physically, you know, and I blame myself for everything. But God saw it through and God made sure that she was born healthy. And for that, I'm blessed. For that, I'm thankful. And I'm glad her mother was strong. You know. And moving along to my next. Um, my child was born in 2009. 2009. I did back into my old ways. I guess when it comes to infidelity, you can't define it by detail. It's just what it is, you know. And this is what I learned recently because someone made a point to let me have it. When I mean let me have it, I mean give me an airful ultimatums. And basically, they made it quite obvious that my actions were totally wrong, uncalled for, um, and basically, they didn't deserve it. So, from 09 to present, I would probably say I've actually been with three people on a serious note. And in between the three people, number two person, um, that's a short story. So I put it this way. Um, I was talking to somebody I found someone else who was a little more attractive, more of my speed, more of a match. But it was just starting off. So it wasn't really concrete just yet. You know, it was like you go to the dealership, you see a car you want, you look inside, it looks good, it looks great. The price tag. Like, mm, I could probably afford that. Then get that. Work some numbers out first, see what happens. You know, before I even sign that line, so I'm going to take it. So, I mean, this person basically was, you know, to me, a match. Great conversation. 
you know, never a dull moment. And you know it's a great conversation with somebody because you be on the phone with a person all night long for two or three hours with the phone in your face and the phone is just getting hot. Your face is burning, you know. And uh, you find yourself not tired at all because you're in a great conversation. So, down the line, it came down to me and this person talking more and more. And the person that was talking to prior to her at the same time, so to speak, we had a fallout because initially was something great and uh, something different from their everyday lifestyle, which I find to be ironic at all times with me, per se. You know, I meet people who, I guess, going through hell and back. They meet me. They talk to me. We hang out. We laugh. We talk. We chill. Whatever the case may be. But within me, they see difference. They feel different. They feel alive. They feel great. You know, and they enjoy it. It's crazy. Because what they feel, what they see... At any given point in time, I can be a total opposite, you know. But uh, it was going good, and then it went south. I had the heart one night to confess to this new person and say, hey, I got to tell you something. And I broke it down. Hey, I was seeing this person while I was talking to you. You know, they took it like I was cheating on them with somebody else. I never understood that logic because I guess I would say I met the person after the fact or say during, but still after the fact, if that makes sense to you. And it shouldn't be where I'm cheating on them, but I'm more social than a person that's before them. But anyway, so I'm good. I'm late too, but. Pardon me, pardon me, pardon me. That was a, you know, pops checking to make sure I'm good. But anyway, so um, it, it came down to the point where I exposed myself to her, let her know that hey, you know, um, I was seeing somebody for a little bit that they had no knowledge of at all whatsoever. And how they came about because of the fact that me and this person was on the phone talking for days, back to back, texting back to back. And somehow, some way, I just got quiet and took a step back from her. And it was odd to her. 
something going so good, took a brief pause, and having a reason why I was doing it was like, okay, red flag, what's going on here? But like I said, I acknowledged it. I exposed myself to her, let her know what's going on, and she was hurt. She stuck around as well. And we headed off with no problem. Down the line, um, my ways have changed. I didn't cheat on her, which is a great thing. Um, but my jealous rage took over. And that is what I personally felt ruined us but there's more to than that that I do not know because she ended it um she was one of the one of the greats and uh it's crazy because when you find yourself with someone who is who's great you try not to fuck up. You try to be on your your best behavior. You know, you cross your T's, you dot your I's, you know, your P's and Q's. You know, you just go at it full throttle. You know, nothing can stop you from from being great. And my child's mother was a great one. Still is. My partner after her was also a great one. But it was short-lived. And I'm going to say for the fact that, you know, because I fucked up, and God felt like, you know what? It wasn't my time to be great. Or have anything great, period. You know, it was my punishment. And I accept that. And from that point, because of the fact that this person I was seeing, I eventually had fell in love with. At the time I did that, was the time that she felt like she was done with me and couldn't be anymore. So, for a while, I felt some kind of way. Didn't know what to do, didn't know what to say, didn't know where to go. I was just laughing complete. Or, like, what happens next? So, with that being said, I eventually found someone else. And I told myself I would not engage into any more commitments. I didn't want it. Wasn't ready for it. And I just wanted to just have my fun and keep going. Well, my guard came down. When I met this amazing person. And ever notice in the beginning, everything starts off just amazing. The chemistry is, is crazy. You know, you're planning dates, 
you're doing so much in the beginning that you're speeding. You're not looking left. You're not looking right. You know, all the red flags are red lights, and you're just running right through them. Nothing can stop you. You know, just running through all these lights, all these flags. You don't care. You have a care in the world until you're a year in. Maybe a year and a half. Maybe two years in. And all those red flags you saw are now starting to pop up again. And now you see them. Now you start to look at them. Okay, what's going on over here? How about over there? What am I looking for? What's missing? What's wrong? You start questioning everything now. But by this time, you're already a year in. A year and a half, and me too. And by all means, I'm not speaking of myself. Well, partially that I am in the sense of I did see flags and also in the sense person saw flags in me as well. Um, let me explain this real quick. I said earlier, I have a daughter, which is very much so true. She's nine years old. My daughter has siblings that were from a previous um, a previous relationship with my child's mother. So her two kids became a part of my life for well over we're gonna say seventeen 18 years, okay? They've met family of mine's far and near. So they are embedded into my life. People don't understand that when those transitions happen in your life, it's hard to break away because your position in that child's life might mean something and it might not but you as a man or even a woman will understand what role you play in their life are you needed or you are not needed and in this sense I personally feel like I was needed you know um People, or should I say, well, I'm going to say it again, people don't always have understanding of that, hey, you know, there are kids involved, so on and so forth, and when they're part of your life, you know, they're under your wing, you can say they're yours. This has been the downfall to a series of people I've met because either they don't have kids, they don't understand, 
um, where they do have kids, they do understand, but it seems to be an issue. But again, this is the thing that um, put a stop to certain things with certain people, which is fine. Which is supposed to be fine, you know. Um, but here we are. So, I met someone, phenomenal person, you know. Um, to this day, I still to myself, who would have thought, you know. And the crazy part is that you know, it was two years and and like I said before, <laughs> in the beginning I always start off great, you know. But I guess you can say at some point in time, you know, it was difficult to um, to understand what was really being said and here's, here's what I'm talking about we argue every day with our partners you know we say things at the heat of the moment because it's just what's on our tongue. You know, it's out of anger. It's not meant. But on a receiving end, you hear it. You think it's actually the truth, a real feeling. Well, you know, in, in this way, this was my issue a few times. You know, they always said back and forth, you know, I'm done, it's over, da da da, whatever. When I heard those words, you immediately ran to a dating site and said, hey, let me go on here and see what's brewing now. You know, I'm, I'm single all over again. Why not test the waters? Well, I took the gun, shot myself in the foot, and basically came down to the point where I was wrong. You know, I assumed what I heard was what it really was, and it wasn't. Now, here I am, again, single, because I felt like, hey... I went to deep waters. I ventured with the sharks. I got caught out there. And if I'm actually looking like I'm sidetracking this whole conversation, this broadcast, forgive me. Um (laughs) 
The thing is this. Being with somebody for two years, almost two years, how you want to put it down? You know, I've made several mistakes within this time. You know, I was warned. I was told, stop, don't do this, don't do that. You know, and I did everything I could to say, hey, I'm not going to do it no more. And you know what? I give myself credit because I didn't do anything I felt was wrong. But they felt like there were people who were in competition with them. And I personally felt like they were not. But I can see why because it may have like I've led people on to believe something but being who I am I talk a certain way to certain people or everybody in general should I really say you know people say oh you're a flirt this is how I come off you know I don't take it serious neither should you unless you know for a fact that I'm actually looking to talk to you in, in that way but what I did was I was with someone and not physically where I would say it was intimate or any kind of intimacy but just via conversation in their eyes they said I cheated on them you know I've engaged in convos with Strangers on dating sites and came down to a point where they found out about it and they said I cheated. My defense was, but how? If you see we were over, but it wasn't really over. It was just anger talking. I didn't know that, but I learned. And um, now, it's down to the point where I'm single again. It's crazy. Because... I was warned so many times not to cheat, don't do certain things, and I did. I said sorry to my tongue, couldn't say it no more. I said sorry to I was blue in the face. You gotta say sorry so many times before I actually hear like, oh, it sounds like a broken record. By that time, you know, you're done hearing it. It means nothing. You're numb to it. You know, now is find a different way to prove you're worthy of my time. I think now, like to myself, this could be 
good for me. But emotionally, I feel like this is actually wrong for me. What's wrong is the fact that I'm single. What's wrong is the fact that I lost someone that I actually love. And I'm not completely hurt by it. But at a certain degree, I'm destroyed because I took someone's love for granted. And I play with it on their heart. Put them in a position where they felt like, you know what? It's time to leave and move on. You know? And I think the last thing we want to think about at the end of the day is who our exes with. What they're doing. You know, it's it's like a it's a killer. Inside. You know, your ego is putting in things you shouldn't be thinking about, but your ego plays a big part. Thinking haste with another dude, doing XYZ, driving you nuts, whatever the case may be. But I made this podcast tonight because I want to confess that I am a man I can admit my faults and my wrongs and openly apologize for my mistakes. And for those I've hurt, I apologize. And this is me admitting my faults. Once again, openly. To strangers I don't know. Which is you. The person who's listening right now. And if you listen this long to this podcast. I definitely appreciate you. I really do. But I will. Remind myself for the future. If I should engage into any commitment that there may be to keep myself to that one person and nobody else. But I prefer to have my ex back. And Only time will tell how that goes, you know? So. Fellas, by all means, if you got a good one. If you got a good one. Keep them happy at all times. Do not... And I repeat, do not venture outside of your line or your lane at that matter. Stay in your lane. Maintain happiness. Keep the chase going from day one. When you got a good one and you lose it over your own bullshit, by all means, in the end, 
He blues out big. I, myself, am proof of that. Acknowledge her presence. Acknowledge her love. Give her love. Give her attention. You know? Just be. Be that man that she wants in her life and need. And I guarantee you, end of the day, nothing can break you guys apart. Not an expert at this game, never was. I was always a student, you know. But what I do know, which you probably don't know, I'm telling you about it now. So, you're now cover my time. I'm going to end this podcast for the night. And I want to say thank you for listening. I appreciate you a whole hundred. Tell your friends to tell a friend. Follow me on Instagram at Keep It Going Podcast. Questions, comments, suggestions, even advice. Whatever you want to say, whatever you want to share with me. You know, I'm here. And uh, always looking for anything new to learn from. Let me hear it. So, again, Instagram, keep it going podcast. DM, always open. I'm doing promos for free. You know, I saw everybody doing what they're doing, their crafts. Music, art, writing, um, entrepreneur. Whatever you doing in your life make you feel like you are successful, you're happy, you know, you want to share with me, I'll take it, look at it, I'll put it out there. But ultimately, I want to tell you guys, whatever you're doing in life, if it makes you happy, if it makes you happy, and you love you do what you do. Keep it going. Don't stop for nobody. Keep it going. So, again, I say, it's your boy Holla. You are now listening to Keep It Going podcast. You guys have a good night. A blessed day tomorrow. Wish you all the best. Talk to you soon.